0: I'm Alec Tripczynski.
1: I'm Angie Czech. I'm Barbara Stewart.
0: I'm Ben Joseph Stewart.
1: I'm Bliss Young. I'm Marin Green. I'm Natasha Kingsbury.
0: I am Dr. Jacob Egbert.
1: I'm Sarah Gustafson. I'm Valerie Jacobson. And
2: this is the Holistic OBGYN podcast. Crushade, Mindy Pellegrino. They are representing, Chris is the owner, Mindy is their chief education coordinator and their wealth of knowledge that they bring to you from their product line at Quicksilver Scientific. So I met them at a conference at a a retreat, Runga retreat in Austin, and had determined like moments after meeting Chris that like, oh my gosh, this is like the missing link for so many of the issues that I'm seeing in my care of women so, for example, their detox protocols, they're, they've got a variety of different supplements in order to stimulate tissue within the uterus, within the pelvis, to reset the endocrine system. And this is, I mean, some of these are really tricky issues to solve. And the nicest part about Quicksilver Scientific is they couple, when they're developing products, they do it through the lens of Chinese medicine, which, as you know, is not about treating a problem with an external something. It's about rebalancing the body guiding the body to a state of homeostasis by giving it the tools in order to do the thing that biodynamic organisms do so well, which is to try to get back to that place of, of health out of disease. And, um, and so I felt very fortunate to have met them. They were very gracious to come on the show and to share a lot of, a lot of information here. This one's kind of like drinking from a fire hose. So Before we get into the interview, I want you to to just be reminded that there are show notes. And this this episode's show notes are going to be of particular uh, benefit to you. If you go to HolisticOBGYNpod.com, you'll find the show notes there. On that website, you can also make a donation in order to keep this show going. So you'll see that there's a whole list, wide range of goodies waiting for you as a generous donor. That's, again, HolisticOBGYNpod.com. We're a 501c3. So any donation is tax deductible. It really does help us uh, offset the cost of production and whatnot. So so please, please, please make your way there. I want to get right into the interview. This is a long one. It's heavy. So buckle up. Remember, nothing that we talk about is medical advice. It's not medical information. It is information. Uh, I suppose it is medical information, but it's not meant to replace the information or the advice given to you by your doctors. This is educational and informational at best. So without further ado, my friends at Quicksilver Scientific, Chris Shade and Mindy Pellegrino. Welcome guys, Chris and Mindy. Welcome to the Holistic OBGYN. Happy
1: to be here. Hi, Nathan.
2: (laughs) It's good to see you guys in person. I know I do a lot of texting and asking of of, uh, probably imbecile questions to you guys because you guys are relative experts in this this, uh, wellness space and um, I have sent so many people now to buy your products that I I feel like this is the opportunity for me to actually follow up with you guys based on what I've been finding with my own patients and clients. So I've been excited about this conversation for a while.
1: Yeah, Wonderful. We haven't yeah, seen each yeah, other since we were here. at
2: Runga. Um, you guys pulled up in this beautiful little um, it's like a airstream that you converted airstream. into what would have what looks like a like a beer distributor, like a, they're going to be selling beers out. But instead, you guys are dishing out. Uh, all sorts of formulations for making people feel and perform better. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about about that. You were at, you were at Runga. What were you giving out at Runga? Let's just just dive right in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a couple of things you we were doing. We we're focusing, you know, Runga is a biohacker thing, so we're focusing on longevity, biohacker stuff, you know. So there's a lot around NAD building, methylation. Uh, detoxification is always, that's you know in our DNA, and so clearing up before you do stuff. But then we were releasing at the time this sort of super adaptogen formula yeah. called longevity elite, which had all your best traditional adaptogens like ginseng and ashwagandha mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh, and then specific uh, astragalocides that are used for telomere formulas like cyclostracanol and astragalocyte 4. And then Backed it all with uh with pregnenolone your mother hormone all in this nano format. So longevity Elite was new for us and then our new yeah. hormone products uh DHEA plus we'll probably talk about a lot about mm-hmm. and yeah. this topical progesterone.
1: Yeah and those so, had weren't even out on the market yet. We yeah, were that was still free market. Yeah and so we were doling those out to people um and finding a lot of happy <laughs> takers. For those two products. Yeah. And, and more
0: that. than we thought, because we thought originally, well, there'll be a couple of perimenopausal women that are going to want this. But it turned out there was a lot of younger women who had stopped cycling or having problems cycling, couldn't have a stable cycle. Hormones were crashed yep. for various reasons, might be adrenals. And there was a big market for this whole hormone replacement system that we yeah.
2: developed. Yeah. <clears> and as soon as I heard about what you guys were doing, I, I don't know if you remember, but I was hanging out at your booth for like, Far longer than I should have, and um, do because the wheels were turning.
1: <laughs> you were one of our best customers,
0: <laughs> oh, and I was so happy about it because you're like, I'm a holistic, I'll be gyn, and I'm like, you're like, I just you're like nudging it towards me on the counter, sauce, yeah, but...
2: <laughs> yeah. I hope I didn't take any of that <laughs> progesterone accidentally, yeah. but I mean, you know, I was feeling pretty good. Maybe that was the progesterone. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Maybe, yeah. You know, I take I take the progesterone fairly regularly now. You know, one. To try to stop this receding hairline, but that's kind of inevitable, but really you know a friend of mine had showed me a book uh forget the guy's name, but it was a big book on mm. adrenal excess and adrenaline uh adrenaline excess and how you combat that with the topical progesterone and this nano serum is just the thing and so I've really stabilized and calmed myself down quite a bit by taking a little bit of this progesterone yeah, and it's right on.
1: not just for women
0: well i No, It's a big 5-alpha reductase inhibitor, so it's blocking uh, DHT buildup. And so that's why you put it on your hair follicles, uh, but that's why it works for prostate swelling. So it's got this calming effect that works on the GABA receptors. It opens up liver and liver flow, and it protects prostate and hair loss. So it is a good guy thing too.
2: Well, people think about estrogen and progesterone and they immediately think, oh, that's not for me. That's for women's health. But like, guys out there like you have adrenal glands you have gonads you're making all of the same stuff it's just the relative proportions of these things that help you optimize your health comparatively to your girlfriend or whatever yeah so um so let's actually kind of get into this you know you're selling these you're selling what i think used to be if you wanted to get dhea or you wanted to get progesterone, you'd oftentimes have to go to, and proge- where does your progesterone come from? How, where, how do you guys, uh, where is it? Is it synthetic or is it uh, derived uh, all from? the
0: hormones are made the same way. You start with, uh, I think, diosgenin from wild yam, and then you go through synthesis pathways. Gotcha. And the reason it's bioidentical is because it's actually DHEA and it's actually progesterone versus, you know, remember, well, You know, you were a little young at the time, but in the 70s into the 80s, they were selling progestins, these synthetic uh, progesterone receptor activators that had a lot of negative effects. that's
2: all that we use as OBGYNs, by the way. Progestin is actually what we use. We use
0: uh, eternal, Much more powerful on the progesterone receptor. But has all these other yeah, side effects. It right. could be pro cancers, whereas progesterone is anti cancer. Right?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which is which is uh, as a bit of a corollary. Remember the Women's Health Initiative? They were looking at estrogen and progesterone, and their primary outcome was death or acute MI. And their sec- yeah. their their primary adverse effect was breast cancer. Well, if you look way back into the literature, progesterone used to be It used to be uh, a treatment for breast cancer. Yeah. And now we're using all these weird synthetic stuff. And even in the study, they were using progestins. So um, who knows how the results may have well, been. Different and that, well, we and that's why I think a...
1: people are so confused about jumping into using hormone replacement of any kind. I mean, there's so much fear. Yeah. Uh, so I know a lot of women who just, you know, are, are fear based when it mm-hmm. comes to that. And think, no, I don't want to go there because everything's pro cancer.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah right, no, right, Progesterone right. is very much uh, away from that mm-hmm. uh, and heavily in endometrial. Uh, While we are developing, you know, we're developing these nanoparticle deliveries for hormones. And these are the OTC ones we're talking about, the ones that we can sell, you know, through doctors and direct-to-consumer. That's DHEA. And progesterone only as a topical, not as an oral. Uh But uh, this is a a bottle of uh, compounded nanoparticle testosterone from college pharmacy that we just started with college, uh, on the testosterone and we had done uh, some some testing. One of the doctors was testing this format for progesterone for a stage 4 endometrial cancer Ooh. and gave her huge doses of it and was able to reverse stage 4 endometrial cancer back to hyperplasia.
2: And that was with, with testosterone? No, that what with
0: nanoparticle progesterone. Oh, oh, progesterone, oh, I'm so sorry. Progesterone. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Uh, versus yeah. the topical that we're using here. Right, And the oral progesterone will be a compounded.
1: Yeah, we're looking like into doing that as well, right, licensing our, our delivery technology to compounding pharmacies where they actually make this high bioavailable oral form that you would have to get through prescription. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah gotcha. And that's where we just launched the testosterone with college pharmacy and we're doing pilot studies and it'll be uh, broadly available probably in February or March. <laughs>
2: I've got a lot of people that reach out to me with early, um, what's called, uh, there's a new nomenclature system, but you're right. It used to be hyperplasia with or without atypia and um, simple or, or complex or whatever. But these precancerous endometrial lesions, Yeah, there's a lot of things that can be done. Vaginal steaming is one thing I, that I, I have people do. And then generally speaking, it's a high dose synthetic progesterone like uh, like Megase or something like that. at super high doses for three months or something like that. And then there's a good chance that you can get some of that to go away. But stage four, like when we're talking like advanced cancer, yeah. that's a pretty uh, remarkable, it's remarkable treatment. Yeah, option there. and that was yeah.
0: bioidentical progesterone in large doses in this nanoparticle format. Mm-hmm. Uh, go figure. And huh. you know, it was one of these. You know, this this group, you know, wanted to try it experimentally because they had nothing else to run with there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and yeah. So huh.
0: uh, I'm I'm really excited. So that so there's this stuff. Which we could buy as supplements, so and we'll talk about how those work. But then through the compounding pharmacies, there'll be oral progesterone, oral testosterone, oral estradiol, and all kinds of blends that you want of that.
2: I just—it's like I, I'm like in a candy store when I talk to you guys. I um, have <laughs> all these options for my patients
0: now. I'm happy to be Willy Wonka for you.
2: Yeah, you're my Willy Wonka, you guys, and uh, I'll be the Oompa Loompa. And Mindy, you can be like, uh, <laughs> let's see, maybe we'll a witch. Back. Yeah, you can be, you can be, you can be Glinda the Good Witch or whatever.
1: There, yeah, there.
0: <laughs> there you go. We'll, we'll blend <laughs> the movies a little.
2: Yeah. Um, so these these different. Uh, hormones that we're talking about they also have a lot of implication in uh, some other things and you guys have you and I have talked about this actually recently I just texted you about a a patient who I think has ha- is having some abnormal cycles it's probably a part of this PCOS thing that everybody's worried about um which really is it's a it's a it reflects a, a state of hyperandrogenism meaning they've got too much testosterone um floating around they've got some degree of metabolic dysfunction right they've got uh uh, uh they generally have a high fasting blood sugar. They have a higher waist circumference than most people, higher BMI, et cetera. So there's some degree of insulin resistance there. Yeah. Um, and then they have, of course, they also have this ultrasonic appearance of multiple follicles on each ovary. And we don't really know what to do about this, you know? So what's happening is naturopath naturopathic doctors are reaching out and they're saying, I'm throwing everything but the kitchen sink at them, including yeah. um, indole 3 carbonyl, you know, which is, right. uh, uh, which is in Dim, right? is uh, well, about-
0: yeah. Dim when indole three carbonyl goes into the stomach and the hydrochloric acid hits it, it splits into two dim. So it's like a dimerized dim, and it oh. splits apart. So dim is actually the active in the body. In fact, if you got indole three carbonyl into the cells, it's toxic. So when we do a nanoparticle, we go right to dim because it gets in there unmetabolized, uh, and we use an extensive amount of dim. In a number of different circumstances, I mean, it's a wonderful thing uh, for the immune system, for, uh, for food intolerances. It makes you more tolerant. It's an AMPK activator. It helps with blood sugar resistance, too. And so in these PCOS cases, yeah, you know, we think the progesterone is a great thing. As you and I discussed, uh, I think back at Runga, probably not DHEA right mm-hmm. off the bat because that's yeah. androgenic and it's going to form testosterone. But to work on the metabolic side, then the one of the other main things we brought to Runga was what we call AMPK charge. We used mm. to call it keto before six because the dose or two puts you right into ketosis. Uh, it changes oral glucose tolerance tests, brings back your, your insulin sensitivity. And so doing that, maybe in conjunction with uh, our binder or the liver sauce in the binder as a metabolic rooted detoxification so you're clearing liver you're restoring insulin sensitivity and then you're using you know the progesterone for mm-hmm. uh for stabilization of of uh, your uterine lining
1: and in that AMPK charge you dim is in that yep. product yep. Um, oh, okay. as well as berberine resveratrol quercetin um milk thistle, milk thistle. Um so a lot of things that do a, a host of different things, but meta metabolic the uh,
0: metabolic and liver yeah. together yeah, clear yeah, and, out, that. Yeah. and then you know yeah. coming in with the binder to catch those fat soluble toxins. A lot of the fat solubles, you know, and this is what Because with the AMPK charge, we're mobilizing fat. There's a lot of lipolysis. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the things that are really endocrine disruptors, you know, you're thinking about plastics, uh, persistent organic pollutants like fluorinated compounds, you think of pesticides and herbicides. Most of those are fat soluble. And so you're going to be mobilizing these things out of the fat, and you need uh, the ultra binder and the GI to catch these things and bring them out. So that's our hope. You know, when working with you on these PCOS cases, that this combination of metabolic detoxification and hormone stabilization, you know, lining stabilization is going to be the answer for some of these women.
2: So we're so we're thinking. You know, I agree with you about the DHEAs because, especially in these women, they they tend to have extra fat tissue, so they're going to have DHE. They're they're going to have an an over, not really over aromatization. Aromatase is working just as it should. To produce even more estrogen, yeah, which is really where the imbalance is, right? Between the progesterone and the estrogen, the right. LH and FSH, et cetera. So, so for these PCOS patients, I think what you had described was, let's use a lower dose topical progesterone. Um, and Mindy, you had sent me a text yep. about this. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Lower dose in the early phase, in the follicular phase, and then higher dose. And Chris, you had said yeah. maybe three times the
0: amount. Yeah, in the I'm thinking three. Phase. You know, you can get in there nice and safely. You know, they can they can. The more they push that dosing towards the end of the day, maybe one early and two later, the more they'll sleep right through it. It's, it's yeah. got a very yeah. you know, calming sleeping thing. But I think that high stabilization there and really get that progesterone estrogen balance back in the stability zone. While you're shedding away all these toxins, I think we're going to have great Mm. results there. Mm. And then, as they normalize, you can look at whether they need a little bit of the DAGA to fill in at an adrenal level because they probably have some adrenal blowout going along with that, Mm -hmm. feeding into the destabilization in the metabolic and the uterine lining.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. So, so for these patients, we're thinking dim with or without AMPK. We're thinking. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the AMPK has some DIM, but I would double dose. I would take DIM straight and the AMPK charge, and that's going to, you know, be mobilizing fat, but have such a strong stabilizing uh, effect on the hormones. And blood sugar. And blood sugar. Mm -hmm. And then the binder. So you're doing that in what we call a push-catch approach. You're going to take your liposomes, and they're going to be mobilizing things. And about a half hour later, you take the charcoal. Uh, our ultra binder, it's charcoal, clay, chytoxan, uh, a metal binder, bind all those things up. So you're doing that, and then you're overlaying this supplementation of the progesterone, either at the same time as those liposomes mm. or later, because then you're going topically mm. with it. So it doesn't matter as much when you take it. <clears throat>
2: yeah, I've had this gut feeling since I met you guys. I've had this gut feeling that like, hmm, like I could... I could equilibrate. Or I, I can. Um, I could stabilize your hormones. I can get you back to the to the flow there. But what's actually the upstream dysfunction? And I think we are looking at some sort of metabolic issue. And it's not just everybody thinks metabolic and they think insulin and sugar. That's part of it. But then you also have the liver that's backed up with all the junk that is circulating in all of our food.
0: And so I've started them out the mountain the trigger push is, catch is is really controlled centrally in the liver by uh, an activator called liver kinase B one. And I believe when that gets blocked, and that's activated by appropriate bile salt concentrations, uh, and as well as being activated by these sirtuin activators and these compounds that are in AMPA charge, and so this focus on fixing metabolism with a heavy liver, you know, you know, a liver centric metabolic fix, I think is where we're really going to move the needle.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, Mindy, I felt like you wanted to add something well, to I that. I was,
1: you know, that got me to thinking about yeah. our liver sauce product because of yeah. um, bitter herbs. You know, really yeah. want to move yeah. uh, bile. We
0: were, were, so when we do this push catch liver detox, hmm. we either do liver sauce and then the binder or AMPK charge and then the binder. And in a lot of these multi month programs that we do, we start off with liver sauce and binder, then move to AMPK charge and binder. Now, what's the difference between the two? There's you know, sort of 40% of the formula is the same between the two of them, but the liver one is focused more on detoxification pathways and more on bitter herbs that are bile movers. So often it's good to start with that, and it'll have, uh, I mean, we've seen it decimate fatty liver. There was a guy who did a study on 100 patients and reversed 82, and 100 diagnosed fatty liver patients. resolution of one to two months using this liver sauce and binder. So that's liver metabolic failure. And often we'll start with that, then move to AMPK charge. So, you know, we'll decide, uh, you know, which of them to do, or do you do them both on top of one another and get both effects at the same time? Mm -hmm. You know, when we move to the AMPK charge, there's a little less liver uh, detox upregulation just a little less a little less bile fr- flow provocation and a little more of the metabolic stimulation you know but they're, they're they're both of them are beautiful and really on a difficult case i would start with liver sauce and binder mm-hmm. then move to ampk yeah. charge and, and that's
1: really taking care of that upstream effect that you were talking about nathan
2: yeah yeah because i i want to i want to I want I don't want people to ever have to come back to see me again. I want you to get better and then go on with your life. Right?
1: Right. <laughs> you know, it's That's it, cool. I don't want you to
2: be tied to my practice. So so okay, so for PCOS we're talking uh we're looking at metabolism, we're looking at liver, we're going to detox that. Then we're going to get back to stabilizing hormones. And this of course is in the context of a very very healthy lifestyle regimen which yeah. people like Joe DiStefano, yeah. he's coaching people, Paul Check and his all of his coaches are 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 a uh, are doing the good work of diet, movement, yeah. hydration, breath, yeah, and, and sleep, mindset. etc. I
0: do believe that the progesterone can come in from the beginning.
2: Okay. Because okay.
0: When we look at you know progesterone and estrogen, what do they do in the liver? Estrogen blocks bioflow. flow. It is a cholestatic, and that's right. why uh, during pregnancy you have so much cholestasis, and and that's at the periods where you're very high estrogen. Uh, it works on the brain, on uh, the uh, GABA on the glutamate receptors and hyperactivates the glutamate receptors, which creates anxiety and puts you in a fight or flight. So, and just being in fight or flight blocks your bioflow. So, estrogen's on that pole of sympathetic activity, it's a stimulant progesterone is exactly the opposite. It acts on the GABA activity of the brain, which relaxes everything, which is why it makes you calm. And as a very bitter hormone, it's directly opening up the Mm bioflow and reversing all the blockages that are coming from the estrogen. So uh, progesterone is very directly a liver and brain supplement Uh and You know, you know, whole body and uterine supplement at the same time. Remember, a lot of these failures in the system at a detox and metabolic are from being hypersympathetic all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And progesterone is that antidote. You know, in the language that that guy wrote that book, it was about adrenaline, but it was really the whole thing's about sympathetic, parasympathetic.
2: Mm-hmm. Which book are you referring to? Maybe I missed the,
0: the title I'm, I'm going to look it up. It oh, okay. was about uh, <laughs> adrenaline, Toxicity. Yeah,
1: and using progesterone uh, as the, antidote, as the antidote. But I mean, yeah. that's that's a, a a big piece of the puzzle is you know getting out a sympathetic dominance, um supporting your adrenals.
0: It's called a, adrenaline dominance.
2: And Michael Platt. Okay, cool. We'll have to we'll put I that, that yes. in the show notes.
0: Great book, and the whole thing is about progesterone being the antidote to that for men and for women. You know, and as wow. uh, Carol Peterson said you know, uh, in the first, you, you know, a male's progesterone should be like uh luteal cycle uh, female. Am I get the cycles mm. right. The first two weeks. Oh, that's, that's uh, and, the
2: follicular phase, the follicular, follicular cycle. Sorry. yeah, It yeah. should
0: be like follicular phase female. You know, you should be up around one.
2: Yeah. Right. Because we don't get that LH surge. We don't get all of the, we don't get the luteal no. phase where we have a big boost in estrogen from a corpus luteum, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, just to go back for a lot of people out there, you know, young women who are, you know, of reproductive age, um, who are overweight are also those people who tend to have gallstones, which is why which which is an estrogen predominance over at progesterone, totally. which makes a lot of sense. Totally. Yeah.
0: So, you know, it used to be for, you know, gall gall issue women or women with, you know, his, you know, family with a history of that, it was PC uh and bitters to keep bile flow going. But now progesterone is a big addition to that whole thing. Mm, mm,
2: Okay. Wow. Okay, so we've conquered PCOS. (laughs) Yes, we've won it.
0: We've come back in a year with some case studies. But I'm so sure this approach is going to work for us, Nathan.
2: Yeah, 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 I love that. Yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, what do we have to lose by trying something else? What most women are experiencing going to their OBGYN practice or their family medicine doc is, well, just take a birth control pill because we're worried about uterine cancer. So, let's just shut the ovaries down, and then you end up in this bizarro kind yeah. of perimenopausal space where you're not ovulating. you're not connected at all with the rhythmic rhythmic nature of of the of the cosmos or or mother earth Ugh. um what no. if we actually looked
1: and it and it wrecks your emotions and it makes you feel terrible as a woman Absolutely, and you don't yeah. know what's yeah, wrong yeah, totally.
2: with you <laughs> awesome okay well let's uh let's move on to something else that became very, very important to me over the holidays when um booze was being passed around. <laughs> And a lot of it in my family, right. um, Bourbon Country is yes. where we're at in Kentucky. Here, not Louisville, but Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Say it, Louisville, Louisville. You have to say it like you have marbles in your mouth. Sorry, if, if
1: Louisville, I, Louisville, sorry Louisville. to all the
2: Kentuckians listening. I am uh, totally uh, yes. I'm making fun of your of the way you say it. That's right. Um, that's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> I had some guys from there that uh, you know were part of this group I taught with, and they tried <laughs> Louisville. to teach me. Yeah, right. Right. Here's where you
2: keep your gun, and you have to pronounce the city right. I took a bottle of milk thistle and the liposomal glutathione home, and it was all the rage. My brother-in-law was was taking it. My sister was taking it. My wife was taking it. Um, Of the four people who took it, my wife did not feel well. She actually felt hungover afterwards. So, think about that. I'm not exactly sure why, but why is glutathione and milk thistle? Why are these Supposedly helpful um, when we're we're pressuring the liver.
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, ideally you're going to take uh, mm-hmm. milk thistle before you drink, and maybe you could take some glutathione before and after. But yeah. milk thistle definitely before. Now, the one time if you're if you're yeah. pairing them together, you can't really tell. Uh, but some people. When you start building up glutathione, they start moving all these toxins that were held back. I don't see that as much from milk thistle, but it's about mobilization of toxins. And that happens often with glutathione. And then there are also people who are very sensitive to perturbation of their glutathione system and the sulfurs that are coming in with them. So my guess it was is it was that, that she doesn't react oh, okay. to glutathione very well or... Or she was so desperate for glutathione that it stimulated some detox. She probably needed some binder with that because she was moving some of that stuff out. Mm -hmm. But like for me, I can't drink brown alcohol at all unless I have the milk thistle. And in fact, I figured out the whole milk thistle thing because I went to Tokyo and my hosts there tried to assassinate me (laughs) by making me drink you know, uh, obscene amounts. In <laughs>
1: they made you. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, they held me
0: down. It was horrible. <laughs> saw, like, I'm still traumatized. Poor Chris. <laughs> and, you know, held me down and fed me shots and bottles of champagne, oh, and whiskey and everything. And I had a seven-day hangover and, and it was, wasn't letting go. And so I went into the lab and I'm like, well, milk this will never work in a, in a capsule for me, but I do have some here. Let me make a nanoparticle. And in thirty minutes I was out of the woods. And then I took it with me to uh, the famous Scotch party at Expo West. And I'd never been able to drink scotches and whiskey. And and I took it and all of a sudden I could drink scotch and whiskey. And still to this day, if I don't take it, I can't drink the browns, but I've become a bourbon yeah, lover because yeah. of this product. And it you know, it's really, really done great there. But again, back to your wife, you know, I would just try her out on milk thistle alone. And try her out on glutathione alone and see which of those is the problem. But uh the rest of your, your yeah, brothers seem to do it great. well.
2: In fact, my, my brother in law was like, What's the website again? And I gave him my code and <laughs> I was like, Go and go and have some fun because yeah. you know, I, I also was like, Well, maybe you should consider yeah. the push catch and just doing some of the you know these other things. He's super into biohacking oh, and everything yeah. else. So
0: Oh, he should totally do that. I mean it's it makes you and you know, push catch, you know, you can get up to like doing triple doses twice a day. People freaking feel wow. great when they do that. Mm-hmm. You know, do a couple, you know, a little bit of time at the lower doses and then don't be afraid to get it deep and really like yeah. squeeze that sponge out. Because of these metabolic effects, you start, you know, generating ketones and having both carb metabolism and ketone metabolism at the same time. That's the dream of these AMPK activators. And what we see, I mean, we see people generating ketones in their blood and their blood sugar is a hundred. You know, so they're able to metabolize both of those at the same time. They don't have to wait until the blood sugars crash down to Mm. seventy before the ketones come on. Uh, And that's, you know, I talked to some metabolic PhDs, some guys who do all this ketone work with uh, uh, with seizures uh, out of Oxford. They're like, "Oh yeah, that's the golden the golden chalice. There is burning both pathways at the same time." Okay,
2: so I'm going to go and get drunk. I'm going to take milk thistle before. Uh-huh. before. And then before. when I'm done drinking, yes. I'm going to take the glutathione. 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes later, take some binder, go yep. to bed, wake up the next morning, potentially take thistle, milk thistle, and glutathione again with a binder, with or without the binder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably what my, that's my wife perfect. was missing is the binder, I bet, because she, I, she hasn't...
1: Yeah, she probably had some... Sometimes
0: it just stimulates such a, a run. Mm-hmm. And if it can't get out, remember, the liver's got two doors out. One is to the bile, and that's the preferable one. Now that also you can reabsorb. You can dump out the bile and reabsorb those. But if you can't dump bile because you, you know that maybe you've got you know some, some hitch there, you also dump. You'll dump the toxins back into the blood. So, uh, you know the options there are. are bitters and binder, okay. you know, to really round everything out if she'd really generated uh, detoxification. But my guess is it was just the binder She
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm getting all of my great questions answered here from the past couple weeks. This is, this is super. Let's move on to another topic. I know we, we had kind of touched on this a little bit, and that's really the hormone replacement Therapy for perimenopausal menopausal women. There's a great book that I think everybody should read. It's called Estrogen Matters by Avram Blooming and Carol Davis. She's a PhD. He's an MD. And um, it really talks about you know the Women's Health Initiative as I was describing it. Where hey, did we are, are we really looking at this study in the right way? We were using synthetic progesterone, and you know with yes, there was an, an increased risk of breast cancer in the estrogen and progesterone group, but the plus side. Is that, you know, if, if you give, if you give a, uh, any any patient, our, our job as doctors is to give risks, benefits, alternatives, and then support that decision, right? If we were to give only that data, that like, oh, you don't want to do HRT because it might increase your risk of breast cancer, but that absolute risk is quite low, which it is. And on the other hand, you have the benefit of potentially treating va- you know vulvovaginal atrophy, vulvovaginal dryness, um, right. the vasomotor symptoms that people complain about, the, the personal summer hot flushes
0: cardiovascular stuff too,
2: right? Of course. Of course. Yeah. The Women's Health Initiative did. That was actually the, the primary thought was if we give HRT, are we going to actually decrease risk of cardiovascular death? They they found that uh, that no. In fact, it actually increased the risk of death. But we were looking at 50 to 79-year-olds. We weren't really controlling for confounding variables, which is hard to do in a longitudinal study. It wasn't really a perfectly done trial, but it's the thing everybody talks about. So
0: And and it was just estrogen and progesterone. So there was no DHEA and there was no testosterone. And that's right. DHEA yeah. in particular is massive cardio effect.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So how would you approach this? You've got a, let's say, a sixty year old woman. She's got no past medical history. She's fit as a fiddle, and she wants to start supplementing with some hormones. But she doesn't want what the doctor is going to give her, which is generally going to be it could be a variety of things, but we generally do it as like a, either a birth control pill, or we can do something like a conjugated, uh, conjugated, um what is it called them? Um, conjugated estrogens with a Mirena IUD or, or whatever else. So how would you guys approach this? And uh, maybe we already touched on it a little bit, but let's just revisit it.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I think we did kind of touch on it, but Uh, We'll we'll talk about it in more, yeah, more of a systematic way. And we didn't talk about
0: what this ends up doing.
1: Right. So this DHEA Plus product that we have is, as Chris mentioned, is a combination of uh, DHEA, pregnenolone, help me.
0: We didn't talk about the structure at all. We didn't. Okay. So you've got the primary hormones in it. DHEA is the main driver with a little uh, pregnenolone for helping any adrenal needs and to sort of fill in any gaps in Mm -hmm. there and also as a neurosteroid. So then those are coming in in a nanoparticle format. And mm-hmm. the the importance of that is when you measure in the blood, you're measuring usually DHEAS, the sulfated form. right? And when you take a capsule of DHEA, it turns into DHEAS in the GI uh, as it's being absorbed or in the liver as it goes through the liver. And when you want to Turn DHEA into testosterone or into one of the other uh, androgens in that block, and then off to estrogen. You need to desulfate it and form it from the free DHEA into these other forms. Now, when you take the nanoparticle DHEA, it goes in unsulfated, so it's immediately ready to uh, to uh, partition or uh, transform into these other hormone pools. So as you see the DHEA come up in the blood, you see the testosterone come right with it. Yeah, And it comes very quickly and to very high levels. And then the formula has other modulating compounds in it. So we want to control some of the estrogen metabolism. So we have DIM in here, which is controlling ratios of two hydroxy, 4-hydroxy, and 16-hydroxy, to the less potentially carcinogenic forms of estrogen, as well as the many other things that DIMP does. We have chrysin, which is helping hold some of it out of the estrogen pool into the testosterone pool, build that a little bit more. And then there's adaptogenic herbs. There is a fermented raw Korean ginseng that I'm very fond of called GINUS T15. And uh, then we have maca and donkwai is very traditional hormone-stabilizing herbs, maca being from South America, donkwai from China. Now, one of the things that the adaptogens do that people miss is they increase receptor density for the hormones. Now, an effect of a hormone is a combination of the level of the hormone and the density of the receptor that's accepting the signal from the hormone. So, even if I keep the hormone pool the same, but I increase the receptor density i 'm getting more areas for the hormones to act on and more effect. This is kind of how you know ancient Chinese hormone replacement therapy was all adaptogens and then pro hormones like uh deer velvet ant- deer antler velvet uh, there's a lot of growth hormones and pro hormones in there, so that was how they approached that so we 're using some of these old techniques along with bioidentical hormones delivered in, uh, and nutraceuticals delivered in this nanoparticle format. So this is going to rapidly bring the DHEA levels up very, very high, you know, to the high end of the reference range to a little bit super physiologic. But nobody's ever seen a problem with high DHEA. And then it's going to bring testosterone up to the highest ends of the natural range for a woman. So a very nice, you know... a Perry, and then into menopause, your your total DA, your total testosterone might be running at like ten or twelve, and your DHEA at like sixty. Now your DHEA is going to be up around five hundred, and your testosterone is going to be up at sixty or seventy, and the the estrogen stays in sort of the twenty to forty range. And you know, occasionally somebody even needs a, a little bit more estrogen. But that fills up all of those pools and really takes care of that. Then, what do you need is the counterbalance you need the progesterone So we come in with the progesterone in this topical nano serum that achieves very good blood levels for several hours uh, and then has a residual pool that that stays with it so we're really addressing all the hormones uh, that women need and you know in the beginning, we were talking about. Uh, Menopause of women and perimenopausal. But really, when you look at the graphs, the decay in DHEA starts in the 30s. Yeah. And there is this movement down, and then you'll see all the different hormones moving down at the same pace. And one of the things as you had the peri and pre-perimenopause is your progesterone crashing faster than your estrogen which creates this whole kind of decade of relative estrogen dominance, yeah, uh, yeah. where where you really need that progesterone.
2: Around a hundred years ago, there was this growing interest in neurasthenia which is really a sensitivity to the electrical forces in our environment, right, including electromagnetic fields and the radiation produced through magnetic fields. When Sigmund Freud and his work became, you know, super popular and really became ingrained in our culture, especially the practice of medicine. We kind of wiped a lot of these conditions like chronic fatigue syndrome, you know, these, these sort of mystery illnesses. We kind of wiped that over onto the side and, and labeled them psychiatric illnesses. That was the work of Sigmund Freud. But there's a growing body now of, of, of medical scientists that are becoming increasingly interested in EMF and its impacts on human health, vitality, and performance. So Ben Salem caught on to this. He's the, co- the He's the founder and, um, and the owner of waveblock.com, and he put in multiple years of work to develop the best EMF blocking technologies on the market. He makes stickers for the earbuds that are sitting millimeters from your nervous system, guys, from your brain, as well as stickers that go on the back of your phone, which are in your pockets, emitting low-dose radiation to your gonads all day long. So if you go to waveblock.com, You can further optimize your health. This is as as simple as like you got to eat organic food. You got to consider the impacts of EMF on your health. So go to WaveBlock.com. You can get any of WaveBlock's technologies, including earbud stickers and stickers for your phones. And if you use code Beloved B E L O V E D, you'll save twenty five percent on your purchase. If you're using biogeometry pendants, etc., that's great. Those are harmonizing technologies. They work hand in hand with EMF blocking technologies. This is a no-brainer, guys. Go to waveblock.com, protect yourself from EMF, and uh, use code BELOVED to save 25%. Let's get back to my conversation with the team at Quicksilver Scientific. I want to ask you uh, a little bit more about this, but for anybody out there who doesn't know about pregnenolone, uh, remember that pregnenolone in the adrenals is really what goes on to make all of your steroids, including your sex hormones. And um, I find it very interesting that you have that in there, because that's really an adrenal support. It's not even just supplementing with testosterone, which is when people think of juicing, they're like, I'm going to shoot some testosterone in my butt or whatever. And, um, and this is actually more of a uh, of an adrenal, specifically adrenal adaptogenic product, is what it sounds like, where you're going to actually mean, it's, get it's better glucocorticoids. All I mean,
0: the adrenals are making DHA. It's the main yeah. thing that they make. And then when they're getting tired, they're having a hard time doing that. Uh, pregnenolone is going over and becoming all the glucocorticosteroids mm-hmm. and mineral corticoids that are all of your adrenal hormones that are... Controlling inflammation mm-hmm. and controlling, you, you know,
1: mood. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say a big piece of longevity in general is, you know, managing your stress and taking care of your adrenal health, um, you know, not just sex hormones.
0: Appropriate adrenal response, mm-hmm. cortisol when you need it coming down Mm -hmm. when you don't need it coming up and having anti-inflammatory effects when you need it Mm -hmm. coming back down when you don't need it and in fact there was a time where we took the pregnenolone out of the product yeah one of our one of the people on our product committee wanted a simpler product we take it out and what happened
1: well i didn't like it at all (laughs) (laughs) well i gained weight and i just felt like it wasn't working as well i i really didn't feel like it, it. um, was and everybody,
0: effective? kind of at the same time, was like, "You know, my jeans are a little <laughs> tighter." And that zip and that 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 power that it was giving you was diminished because, I mean, wasn't that the first thing that you got back? You know, when yeah. when I first met you, mm-hmm. and you were the second person taking this product two years ago, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, what did it? What was it that you got back at them?
1: Well, I was struggling from kind of uh, apath- apathy, and I mean, I was really in the throes of perimenopause. Peri, um, yeah.
0: You were post menopause.
1: Um, maybe I was right on the border. Maybe yeah. I wasn't quite there. But yes, I mean, but I, but I was. I just had lost a lot of drive. Um, I was. I, I looked kind of ashen. <laughs> I mean, just mm. things were really kind of... Vitality you know, had been and the,
0: had yes. and the bleached out.
1: Oh, in the yeah. And, and the clarity of thinking. Um, I was much foggier. And yeah, I felt like I'd dropped a couple IQ points. <laughs> um, a lot of things happen, you know, as we lose hormones. And, uh, you know, by starting on this product, it was an R&D at the time. Uh, it changed everything within a couple of weeks. I felt yeah. like a new person,
0: yeah, it was just, and watching it, it was just like the brain went yeah and just plugged in,
2: so how much mindy were you using of the d h e a and the progesterone, just out of curiosity,
1: yeah, so I was doing uh what well, back then, I was doing one teaspoon, I started with two teaspoons a day, and I felt like that was a little too much because it actually <laughs> made me a little aggro, which was.
0: Did you lose it on your husband? Well,
1: so this is interesting. Years ago, but I wasn't in the happiest of marriages, and I had a lot of unsaid things that needed to be said. And I took this product, and I was able to say a lot of things that I wasn't able to say. So
2: you had some roid rage, (laughs) I guess
1: a little roid rage, right? So I backed it down just a little bit. So one, I I found my sweet spot to be about one teaspoon a day um, of the DHEA, and then I take um, about two of these droppers, uh, a night, um, topically.
2: And do you use it on your arms? I'm always like, these are the, these are the nuanced details that people don't know. They're like, do I put it on my butt? Do I rub it on my breasts? I I know. I'll,
1: I'll put it on my forearms. I put it under my boobs. I'll sometimes put it behind my knees, um, inner thighs. It makes the the boobs
0: grow when you rub it on the underside of the boobs. Noted. Got
1: it. Yeah, it does support that. If so
0: yeah. you can decide if you got yeah. too much, yeah. don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> if you want some more, go there.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Chris, based on what you're saying, and and I mean, I I know this, but nobody really talks about perimenopause in your yeah. 30s. But like you said, even men, it's yeah. I'm I'm at the point right now where I'm going to start seeing my DHA, yeah, um, start to plummet. You know and. It's probably more gradual than it is for women, I, I would guess, because I'm also doing a lot of weightlifting and that type of stuff. So yeah. it probably, you know, makes that more gradual. But would you say that, that would it be okay? I mean, either of you can comment on this, but do you think that women in their 30s and 40s can start using this yep. and actually stave like that off? Okay.
0: You know, so you start. You know, a, a teaspoon is—it's a fair amount of DHEA. It's hundred. I mean, it's hundred milligrams. Yeah, know, and that the system, and that
1: scares a lot of uh, practitioners. And we want to ensure that you can dose down. What's great about a liquid formula is yeah. you could do a quarter teaspoon, a half teaspoon, three quarters, do
0: whatever sure. you want. So you know, the way we recommend it—if in your you're in your mid thirties—a quarter teaspoon, or if you're doing pellets and creams, and you want the best DHEA. A quarter, even an eighth of a teaspoon is going to give you exceptional DHEA levels. Gotcha. But there's been there's been studies where they've done 600 milligrams a day of DHEA and had similar, you know, very high blood levels to what we see. And there was nothing but good effect. There's none of these J-curves in the DHEA literature. It's just like, the more, the better, you know, yeah. and, you know, less of this and less of that and better bones and better brains and, you know you know, better adrenals and better heart, uh, you know, it's one of these things that you can really lean into, you know, unlike, you know, estrogen where, you, you know, it's a very sweet spot. It's very Goldilocks-ish.
2: Well, but if, but I mean, to play devil's advocate here, if you have a person who's like, you know, they're a little bit overweight, perhaps they're their PCOS patient, you know, and they're hearing this now and they're like, oh my God, I could get my sex drive back. I could feel good again. I could say all those things I wanted to say to my boss or whatever, whatever their goal is. If they're using DHEA in, in in excess, they might end up over aromatizing. As I said before, they're now an estrogen—you know—estrogen, you know, progesterone. Out, you know, uh, what should I say? Estrogen is is going to be predominant over progesterone. They may be exposing themselves to unnecessary harm, with thrombosis risk, with with hyperplasia risk in the uterus. Is there somebody that shouldn't take this?
0: Yeah, this well, I, you know, overweight without PCOS, I think. Totally. Yeah. You know, because it's going to increase metabolism and it's going to increase testosterone. It's going to increase lean muscle mass, especially if you're taking it along with one of these AMPK activators. That is going to really help any uh, weight loss program. It's gonna sure. really going to be really good. plus and they're using make progesterone. Sure you get enough progesterone. But yeah. you can, yeah. you know, one of the links that we, I believe we have up now is to life extension. Life Extension has a $75 female hormone panel. I mean, you can do their $270 one and look at everything. But if you just want to see DHEA, uh, progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone, it's 75 bucks. And you go into any uh, Life uh, or LabCorp, and they'll draw your blood, send it in, and, DHEA, and uh, Life Extension will send you the results. So you can see where you're at. You can dose and then you can look again. You know, 75 bucks is not a lot. Uh, and so.
1: And it's can, important to go this. and it's important to go off of how you feel yeah, more than just totally on the numbers. But it's a good to have an understanding of where your numbers are at. Yeah. And
0: how you feel at what number.
1: Right. That's more of what it is than, you know, given an arbitrary number and saying, oh, that's where I should be. I think yeah. it's more important to couple the two,
0: but yeah, no, totally, but you can look ahead of time, wait, am I already you know way over androgenized uh and yeah. and you can see, but we haven't seen this driving real high estrogen levels, which which is nice, that's the thing that we worry about the most. We'd rather you be a little low on estrogen and you have to get a little bit of a cream or something to to dose up a little bit than have to worry about putting you too high. On the on the estrogen front, so, yeah, gotcha. and, and that
1: has never that. happened with this DHEA product. Yeah, high I, we've never seen high happen. estrogen, which is nice.
2: That's interesting. Yeah, I do have a client who's who's uh, you know the Dutch test. You know the Dutch yeah. testing. You heard about that? So yeah. I'm one of their practitioners now, and um, I I never learned about the Dutch test. I mean, I knew all the stuff from the physiology textbooks, but now to actually be able to see it in real time, you know, as if you were just to plug numbers in from somebody's blood yeah. work it's actually in this case it's saliva but you plug it in there and you get to see this whole pathway dried which, urine. what's up?
0: dried urine
2: is it dried urine okay i think they do oh it's the salivary test is like a morning cort- a- waking cortisol or something yeah
0: yeah yeah the cortisol yeah
2: yeah so in, in looking at these things this particular client had an excess of, of estrogen and they had a paucity of androgen and then there was some other little things like five beta reductase was a little hyperactive over five alpha. It was like a, this yeah. this uh, you know disposition towards that side. But but anyways, she then started using. Uh, she had a whole bunch of stuff she was taking, including uh, dim and, and some other things. But um, she ended up starting the DHEA. She's one of the people that I'm collecting data for you, and she's feeling well, but. Uh, I don't think she's using the topical progesterone. I don't think she went that route. So I'm curious about that. I, I wonder, she said her breasts are bigger now and everything else, but you know, estrogen and progesterone, I know work differently on the breasts. So I'd have to, I'd have to look into that a little bit. Um, yeah. Do you recommend anybody use the DHEA without the progesterone? Because I can't really think of a scenario in which I'd no. recommend that. <laughs> okay.
0: No, not really. You know, unless their progesterone you know if they're younger and their progesterone's fine but their DHEA and their testosterone is low and they need to bring that up. So I think you know as you go more into perimenopause everything's tanked out and so you need to do both. If you're in your 30s and you have adrenal fatigue uh and you know there's there's cases there where the you need the DHEA but <laughs> Maybe not the progesterone, but progesterone's another one of these things that you can really lean into, and it's always doing good things for you.
2: But, yeah, you know, yeah. if
0: you're like tired and stuff, you know, and you're just like can't get going, then you need the DHEA. And you know, the d h a is way way more the gas pedal and the yeah. progesterone, the stabilizer, and the brake pedal.
2: Mindy, are there other things that you take? Um, given the Trials that you've been going through with your mood and with your, you know, this perimenopausal symptoms, um, you mentioned DHEA and topical progesterone. Are there other things that you, you really think people in, in your sort of uh, life experience, current life status
1: yeah. should consider? Uh, so I'm a huge fan of any adaptogenic blend. And there are some adaptogens in the DHEA product, but we have a product called Longevity Elite. And then we have another product called The One which one. I'm very fond of. Um the one is is a more of a mitochondrial optimizer. It's good for um cardio. It's got coq10, it's got pqq, it's got resveratrol and it has 13 adaptogenic herbs. Um the same blend that it makes up ultra energy, which I know you've yeah. seen. Um yeah. That one is fabulous for, I feel like it gives me so much resilience and it just nourishes my cells, gives me some extra energy, um, you know, throughout the day. And I've been taking that for years. And it's got
0: a good metabolic effect to that too. Right. You know, you're you're more of a burning, less of an accumulating.
1: But then, you know, the Longevity Elite product is an interesting one because it came out before a DHEA product and it does have pregnenolone in it. So you do fill in the tank of, you know, your steroid hormones, but then it also has, you're going to have to remind me, it has two forms of ginseng, it has the astragalocytes, that's what you were talking about earlier.
2: Yeah. This is DHEA you're talking about now, right?
1: No, this is Longevity Elite.
2: Oh, Longevity Elite, excuse me. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it, I used that uh, alongside the DHEA and it was wonderful. The astragalocytes are super yeah, um, and you use those just on your uh, just by themselves.
0: Yeah, the cyclostragonol, which is known for telomere lengthening, and astragalocyte four. Uh, both of them are senolytics too, and so you're getting rid of old senescent cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, astragalocyte four is a clotho activator. Clotho is a regenerative. Uh, a peptide that you make in the kidneys and the brain and help regenerate those two organs that are very hard to regenerate. And it has also cardiovascular activity in it. They're both strong AMPK activators. Uh, there's just so many different things that they do for longevity. So, you know, what she's getting at here is all the different Adaptogens that you can choose from. Uh, thrivogen is a more female-based formula from us. Yeah, that's a Ultra, product. Ultra Energy is more neutral. Nano Mojo is a little bit more masculine. Then you've got this super adaptogen formula, the Longevity Elite, uh, and, and so normal. some you know extra blend of adaptogens. But you know, one of the things I know Mindy and I both do a lot of is membrane support. Oh, mm.
1: and, uh, yeah,
0: and yeah, we do called- a
1: lot of stuff. So it's lot yeah. product-
0: of. <laughs> Protocol membrane men, and uh, this ties back into the, the hormone. So, membranes, you know, we know about the cell membrane, and so th- that's made out of phospholipids. And phosphatidylcholine is the dominant phospholipid that we use in making the liposomes and nano that make up our delivery systems. But we also sell them directly as a product called Pure PC, and the one I take more of is called Membrane Men, all right, which is phosphatidylcholine, astaxanthin, and tocotrienols, which are the antioxidants that are strongest that go into the membranes, and then some ahi flour, which is a vegan omega-3. So all that's to build very strong membranes. Now, membranes, again, we think about the cell membrane, but inside the cell, the organelles of the cell, these are the organs of the cell. These are the things that drive all the biochemistry. The powerful organs of the cell are membranous organelles, meaning they're just big membranes. So the mitochondria, you know, you've got that oval shape, and it's a membrane on the outside, and then looking like an accordion just folded up inside is a membrane. And all the enzymes that drive ATP formation are housed in those membranes, and powerful membranes create what's called membrane potential, which is an electrical separation across the membrane, which drives that separation of charges, what's driving
1: All Mm -hmm. the reactions
0: in the membrane. And then there's the endoplasmic reticulum, which surrounds the nucleus and uh, is the quarterback for all the reactions that are coordinated between the mitochondria, the Golgi apparatus, the lysosomes, the endoplasmic reticulum, the ribosomes, and all bringing that signal into the nucleus to decide which of the genes at any one time the cell can express. So the membranes uh, actually hold. The enzymes for transformation of the hormones. So, hormones all start as cholesterol, they go to pregnenolone, and then they swap, you know, they waft out into the uh, adrenal hormones and down and through into the sex hormones. 70% of those transformations are in the membranes of the mitochondria, or 30% are in the membranes of the mitochondria. 70% are in the membranes of the Golgi apparatus. So it's the membranes within the cell that are driving more power even than the membrane around the cell. Hmm. And bringing phospholipids in strengthens all of the membranes and harmonizes all of that activity, including hormone production. So it's a really essential part. Uh, Mindy, anything you want to add? Um...
1: No, I I think you covered it, Chris.
2: (laughs) (laughs) thank membrane you whisper. thank you
1: for adding on that just small tidbit
2: <laughs> yeah uh okay so uh <laughs> membrane I think men. we i all
1: be taking membrane support
2: <laughs> <laughs> i guess so yeah wow that was like back to biology 101 for me i was like golgi apparatus i think that was an uncle of mine or something yeah wow <laughs>
1: The
0: fish song
2: um, yeah. yeah that was like yeah it was like <laughs> it's like the fish song that never sold yeah right. yeah um wow uh okay okay so all right, so for the perimenopausal stage of our life, we got DHEA, we've got topical progesterone, we should be supporting our membranes, um, we have a variety of, of sort of... Um,
0: adaptogenic herbs.
2: Adaptogenic herbs in the one, in Thrivagen, in Longevity Elite, all kind of right. slightly different, but, but mm-hmm. sort of with the same mindset. Yep.
0: And then we need bioflow and metabolism. And, you know, bitters become this huge thing. You know, we think about them in cocktails. Why bitters? Because bitters stimulate bioflow. And bioflow is opening up that liver activity and allowing proper metabolic activity. So yeah. we've got metabolic and liver stimulation and liver sauce and the AMPK charge. And on its own, the, the bitters X or the bitters number nine, uh, the bitter X is more of a female bile moving one the bitters number nine is a little bit more digestive and a little bit male but bitters so bitters and pc are the two aspects also of bioflow uh and so they they become a very big hormone support or a big very big female support is is that bioflow component bitters
1: right
2: are aromatic bitters that you find in the bar when you're making your old-fashioned same thing
0: yeah, they are. In fact, gentian is, is one of the most common uh, bitter compounds in the aromatic bitters. And that's also in the bitter X. We have myrrh, gentian, uh, dandelion, root, solidago. Oh, right, right. Myrrh is really interesting. Yeah. Now, uh, myrrh, we, our first bitters formula was, was a little bit more traditional. The second one is very myrrh heavy, and a lot of the bitter bite from it is from the myrrh. And myrrh, you know, I got this from Ayurvedic medicine. Myrrh is used in all of the female formulas there for its ability. It's a blood mover and a chi and blood stagnation mover, and it's able to clear stagnant blood out of the uterus. But that is very analogous and almost the same energy to stagnant bile in the liver. And so myrrh is very good at moving stagnant bile out of the liver, also while moving blood out of the uterus and being a light antimicrobial uh because when bile builds up you start getting microbes moving up into uh the bile tree and that's part of the inflammation that starts in the bile tree that results in people losing their gallbladder so once we can mm-hmm. start mm-hmm. flushing that stuff out and cleaning mm-hmm. that stuff up the liver starts working better and again remember the liver kinase B1 is your key metabolic trigger trigger in the liver, so you're enabling yourself to get to a better metabolic space.
2: Again, to play devil's advocate, if you're in a state of perimenopause, you have a relative lack of estrogen, so you shouldn't have as much cholestasis in those in those women. But if you've lived forty years, I suppose.
0: Well, you don't have a relative lack compared to uh, compared to progesterone in, right. in the perimenopause I mean, that's the general idea of. Estrogen excess in that time is estrogen is decaying faster than progesterone is, gotcha. is gotcha. decaying. And so the ratio itself, even though the total numbers aren't high, the ratio is off there. Gotcha. Wow.
2: Okay. All right. So you guys walk around, and when you travel, you must take like a whole cooler full of stuff with you. We I mean, do. Is there anything else that you take? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anything you don't
1: take, I know. I'm like.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, what are your majors?
1: I take about everything. Uh, so we just had some stem cells, so I am taking our ultra vitamin like crazy right now, yeah. which is basically a multivitamin uh in a um nanoparticle format. So getting a lot of D, A, C, and then some. We've got some uh, uh carotenoids in there.
0: Very high-end carotenoids. Yep,
1: yep. So I've been taking that on the reg. Uh, what else?
0: Membrane mend. Membrane
1: mend. That's a big one for
0: hormones. Oh, and hormones. an adaptogen blend. And then you cycle in the AMPK charge and mm-hmm. liver sauce and mm-hmm. binder, mm-hmm. you know, as you need it to yeah. keep
1: things going. I mean, I think you've covered about every single thing that I take on a regular basis. Um, and I do the milk thistle and glutathione, um, whenever I imbibe, um, yep. And, uh, that works. And, and I include bitter herbs with that too. So our bitter X I will do along with the glutathione and milk thistle. I like to have that mix in there.
2: Do you guys think you're going to, you're going to live, uh, for a hundred more years?
0: You know, I was in a, I was in a, a press room with David Asprey and they were interviewing him, and someone else was interviewing me, and I heard them say, "How long do you live?" And he goes, "To 180." And I'm like, "I don't know about that. You know, I don't <laughs> All right, Dave. <laughs> What I want to do is, I want to live the way I'm living, you know, which is, you know, I'm living a lifestyle younger than my years for sure, and getting away with it. And I want to continue doing that, you know, in the 70s, 80s, notch down a little bit, you know, come in somewhere over 100, still strong, and then just freaking check out.
2: You guys are the best looking 85-year-olds I think I've ever met. So I just have to... Well, thank you I, so
0: much. I, I wanted somebody to tip the hat as to how I, well. I, Yeah,
2: I'm, I just need to acknowledge that. We need to honor just how well this stuff is working.
1: <laughs> it's really working.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, at Runga, I remember feeling really, really good, and I kept going up to the to the stall and talking to you, and then I'd taken a couple little shots of things, and um, I don't know if it was just the experience of being in in an event with, without the craziness of the outside world, or if it was a combination of that, or the stuff that uh, the other guy was shooting into my butt and the hyperbaric oxygen. It was like this whirlwind of of good it, stuff, it, it, and
0: it's really all of it, and it's when yeah, you combine yeah. it all together that you get the most.
1: I mean, it's a lifestyle uh, that it works. Is. It really yeah. is, and it's not yeah. just one thing necessarily. Yeah. But
0: but in these yeah. in these nanoparticle formats, it's just you get the results so much faster, and you feel them, and it engages. And sometimes you get results that you can't get at all with a capsule-based ba- format. Right. Uh, other times, it's just faster and more tangible.
1: And one thing I remember at Runga that you kept saying, Nathan, which I appreciated so much, is. You know, yes, it was beautiful and sunny and we had these clear glasses that we were pouring the liquids into, yeah. but you would just hold them up to the sunlight and say, "These are gorgeous. These are so yeah. beautiful." And you loved the taste of all of them and yeah. you were just, you know, so enamored with them and I just was so appreciative of that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> because that's really the way you're supposed to experience them. Yes. They're all transparent. The you know, the ultraviolet is this beautiful ruby red and you know you can look right through and and then when you take it in it's all you know you can measure this stuff in your blood in one to two minutes it's going right through your oral cavity absorbing right in and you should feel that experience and let it inform you and just Mm. let it roll through you and and the people who really love the products are the ones that allow that to happen and have the best results because of that. And
2: the reason it's absorbed at such a rapid rate is because of the the nanolipid coating. Is that right?
0: Yeah. These are little tiny spheres that are sort of similar to cells because they're made out of the same thing your cell membranes are made out of. But they're, you know, thousand to a hundred thousand times smaller than a cell. So we're in this nano dimension, you know, less than 100 nanometers. And as you get, uh, even a little further down there, you know, below 80 nanometers, you get what's called paracellular absorption. It can just uh, diffuse right between the cell lining in the buccal cavity and go right into the capillaries below there and instantly go into the blood. Then once you swallow, basically everywhere it touches, it's going to start absorbing through the lining into the capillaries. And you get a couple things from that you get much higher bioavailability so the amount that gets in is much higher and that can be anywhere for vitamin C it's twice as much for CBD it's 6 times as much quercetin. for quercetin it's 25 times as much and for curcumin it's like 300 you know and so you have these massive increases in bioavailability you get immediacy. you get it peaking in the blood in 20 25 minutes so you can stage these very precise Health interventions. You know, I'm going to mobilize toxins, couple it to movement of the bile. 30 minutes later, I'm going to take the binder and wrap it all up in a little bow in the gut so it moves through to fecal excretion. And the other thing is you take away the variability of absorption of GI absorption. In the CBD study, we had low and slow absorption for regular capsules of CBD. And among the 10 people that did it, the uh, standard error, the variation person to person was over one hundred percent of the average level, so one person is taking it absorbing a lot, and the other person's taking it not absorbing anything because of these bad G i tracts but in the nanoparticle formula format, it was more like a twenty to thirty percent variation, so wow. you as the practitioner can be assured that every person that you give it to is going to have a similar blood level, and you 're not having to guess. Why this person's not responding and that person's responding? Well, if they are having different responses, it's not due to the absorption.
2: Yeah, man, I remember. I remember looking at it in the sun, and it had like a, it almost had like legs to it. It was like a, like a thick syrupy, but it wasn't sweet like a, like a, like a simple syrup. It was, um, I don't know. So I appreciate you that you remembered that about me, Mindy. I was like, wow, these are really pretty.
1: Yeah. And um, no. I wasn't
2: talking about Chris. I was actually looking at the uh <laughs> the serums you guys made. Um so you brought up one more topic that I forgot to bring up, which is sleep. And um you gave me a handful of CBD is it the PN? Is that the is that the right one? You gave me 5 of those, Chris. And
1: Yes, we forgot to talk about that. You're taking yeah. that a lot right now.
0: I uh you know, it's been a very stressful year for me that culminated in uh the fires here in Colorado burning my house to the ground. Yeah, uh, and so on. You know, a day before New Year's Eve, I lost everything. Uh, so you know, the stress has been pretty freaking high. Mm-hmm. And those CBD PNs are capsules that break into nanoparticles, and they have a whole full spectrum CBD. So there's CBD with a little bit of. THC, about 25 parts CBD to one part THC, and curcumin and boswellia and beta-caryophylline. Beta-caryophylline is a a terpene or essential oil from cannabis plants that is also a a cannabinoid receptor agonist. But the curcumin and the boswellia are very interesting. Curcumin, when you can get unmetabolized curcuminin, which is very hard to get without this nanoparticle delivery. The unmetabolized curcumin is a very strong modulator of the CB1, which is the central nervous system cannabinoid receptor that reacts to THC a lot. And you have a very profound activation of that system and uh, a very powerful and calming and blissful experience uh, of your hemp extract and so it's very good for sleep you saw you took five of those and slept it's very good for inflammation it's our best inflammation and pain one in fact post-covid this is the best single product post-covid for the long tail covid there's you know up to six months of inflammation induced by auto antibodies post-covid and very likely post-vaccine yeah and so it's very good for that uh but it's really good as an anxiolytic as well uh and so, you know, I've I've got post COVID and post vaccine inflammation, I've got anxiety and stress and the need to sleep. And so uh these p PNs have been been really uh really a life changer for me. Mm-hmm. Or lifesaver, let's mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it, it shot me off into outer space, those five capsules. I, maybe I'm super sensitive. I, I don't know. But yeah. I was like... Now,
0: if that's, that's why I gave you five, because so <laughs> to have the full effect. Well,
2: it wasn't uh, a bad? I, your when typical I typical dose. Yeah, I, I was like pretty happy with it. I was like, I got to go find that guy, Chris, again, that handsome man to five get you some more. That gets <laughs> you
0: flat out high at a very beautiful, very yeah. spacious, expansive high. Uh, with that curcumin in there, you know, it's a very different uh, experience than just straight THC and CBD blends.
2: Mm. So, you know, just out of curiosity, I was thinking I I gave a bottle for my to my mom for her birthday, and she took two, and she was like, "No, it doesn't work." But she's had like sleeping issues for her whole life, so I'm gonna have her go up on that. But I'm oh, wondering. Yeah.
0: Not if you she's you supplemented want to try with progesterone. Make sure because the really hypersensitive people to THC too get them high. And they're like, oh my god. Uh, you know, other people are fine. If she was fine, then she's a four or five doser. Right. She's a four or five. It, okay, it'll only be like a couple. You know, a couple of days at that high dose will start bringing the sympathetic overdrive down and engaging the system, and then you can start bringing the dosage down to maintain it from there.
2: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you would add to that to the regimen? I mean, you, you've got a whole bunch of products there that you've mentioned will help with relaxation or, or, and uh, progesterone. Know. Yeah, well, progesterone.
0: Progesterone and CBD uh, is CBD synergies pianist so good. Mm-hmm. What 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 is the the dominant complaint for your mother?
2: Oh, she just struggles to fall asleep. It's the racing mind. It's the sympathetic overdrive. Uh, so uh, I think GABA. Yeah, GABA.
1: Yeah, I mean I find that to be really helpful. No,
0: that's a really good one. So either there's the CBD Synergies AX, and that's got GABA and CBD together. But I think in this case, you give her the CBD Synergies PN capsules, the GABA L-theanine liquid, Mm -hmm. and the progesterone. Mm -hmm.
1: And she doesn't need to be afraid of taking like eight to 10 pumps of the GABA.
0: Oh yeah, GABA when you're really ramped up it'll say two to four now go eight to 10 and <laughs> okay. you know i i think when we bring her down and especially when she gets that progesterone going day after day and you know go high you know start yeah you know two three start three and you will those three together you will get all that under control i guarantee it
2: right on all right mom's got more gifts coming mom's got yeah. more gifts coming to her <laughs> Good um, stuff, guys. I I thank you so much for doing all of this. I, I feel like what I'm going to have to do is have is re-listen to it and on my whiteboard write up everything into diagrams and then pop them on my show notes because you guys really are a wealth of of knowledge here. And what I really like about your blends is you're you're really combining a lot of principles that are not just like the typical supplement industry lingo. It's oh. you're really coming at it from a rebalancing. Yeah. Uh, position. Like, I mean, really Chinese medicine is all about rebalancing. It's not about adding external things just to get the system to do things it doesn't want to do. It's really exactly. a matter of getting it back into the normal rhythm of nature. And I know you guys have, um, is it a Chinese medicine herbalist that, that helps you with the formulations? Yeah. yeah or?
0: Dale White is a licensed acupuncturist and herbalist out of Northern California. He's been right on. working with us for a long time. Uh, and in fact, we have two formulas coming this year Mm. that were dominantly his, you know, there's pure nutraceuticals in there coming more from my influence. And then, uh, these liquid extracts of whole herbs from him. And one is a kidney formula and one's a cardiovascular formula and the cardio God I've been living on. They're both fantastic formulas, uh, and I can't wait to get them more into use. But I use a lot of the cardio formula. My, you know, my family has a history history of cardiovascular stuff, and it's just been, it's just been a game changer. So I really love the influence of the whole herbs, as well as the knowledge of the pure nutraceutical compounds and the pure hormones, and getting all those together in concert. Looking at it from a brain level, a liver level, and a hormone level. I mean, you really just powerfully reconnect the system. And, you know, we could really, when we were talking about all the things that we take, you know, you really should throw the CBD in there. You know, so CBD, membrane stuff, adaptogens, and CBD really can be thought of as a neuroadaptogen and then the hormones, and you're really going to create that stability. And, you know, let me throw in a couple of things around the female system. The, The organ that has the highest density of cannabinoid receptors called CB2 receptors is the female
2: uterus. <laughs> uterus. Oh, I was going to say uterus. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. You taught me that. I was trying to, uh, I was going to steal <laughs> and, your thunder.
0: All right. What organ has a high density of bitter receptors? The uterus. Ovaries.
2: Oh, the ovaries. Darn it. Gah. And the Always pancreas.
0: I've been second in the See, class. I'm never bitter first. Bitter is a big thing on how to control sweet. You know, insulin cycling you know, and metabolic health responds to bitter compounds. And as we shifted our we shifted our diets over to only sweet thoughts, we took away fat, and we just covered everything with sweetness and carb, and we ruined our population. Mm-hmm. The diabetes epidemic is strictly because of that massive shift from a fairly fat rich, driving fat drove flavor. In our older foods, and then to sugar and carb and low fat, mm-hmm. you know that resulted in all of this craziness going too sweet. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: So take a couple shots of bitters when you want to have cake.
0: Yes, yeah. When you won't eat the cake. Yeah, or you it know, like that AMPK charge when you're eating carbs. It's not you know, it's not just that it's going to put you into ketosis when you're not eating carbs. When you are eating carbs, it's going to assure that you're burning carbs instead of shunting them into fat mm-hmm. accumulation. And it stabilizes yeah.
1: blood sugar so that you aren't feeling the dips, you know, Gosh. that you oh, can yeah. sometimes feel.
2: Yeah, yeah. Right, there's crashes after I go and have that cookie or whatever, a couple cookies, yeah. 10 cookies, right. whatever. And you
1: say, oh, it tasted so good, but I don't like the repercussions of
2: it. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Wow. Well, you know, after I do some digesting, so to speak, of, of all of this, we'll, we'll do another uh, follow-up. Yeah. And um, we'll we'll report back on how some of these clients are doing and patients exactly. are doing. And we'll, we'll do some um, troubleshooting together. But I really appreciate you guys uh, supporting me and, and really allowing me to kind of, I don't know, mess around with some of these things because oh, yeah. this isn't stuff we learn in med school. You know, I mean, it's uh, like 20 years of school and I'm still referring back to my biochemistry textbooks whenever you guys say things. And um, it's unfortunately not really a part of our practice anymore as physicians to be curious yeah. about. What are the possibilities of how you know some of these these external things can help us rebalance and kind of get back to living our best life? Yep. Instead, it's just take this medicine or take this surgery, and we'll deal with the consequences later. And I I certainly can't subscribe to that, and therefore I can't get my 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 patients doing that yep. as well. So I appreciate you guys so much for what you're doing and, oh, and what and Silver's putting out there. And you
0: know, uh, one of the things that you know Mindy did a good job in bringing together is some. Of the programs that we did, these multi month programs. Uh, yeah. This one is called our Bio Age Reset, and it's one month of this push catch liver detox with special glutathione and uh, some cat's claw to remove latent viral activity. A lot of these people that are having, once you've gotten into that hole of toxicity, you have a lot of activation of, you know, Epstein-Barr, cytomegalovirus. These are all herpes family viruses. Uh, And, you know, you can use that first month to clear it out. And the second month was called the BioAge Activate. And that was going more to this metabolic thing. And so, you know, if you want to have your clients jump into you know pre made programs, these of the dosings all been worked out, and they're, they're good ways to you know start all that clearing that we were talking about. Well, and without to get having used to, to remember, yeah,
1: get used to using these products that we've been talking about without having to try and piece them together yourself.
0: Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. What's well, well, a bit of a really water hose? Up, otherwise, what
1: was that? Yeah,
2: it's a bit of a water hose effect. Yeah. Otherwise, you go to the website and it's like, what the hell is liposomal even mean? And then they're Googling that, and then they're like, well, what's this? And then somebody wants to look at all the ingredients, and I'm like, "Listen, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, I that's why I brought this one up. like, Here, buy this.
2: You know, right,
0: it's got this right, nice right. book, leads you through
2: sure. what to do,
1: tells sure. you step by step. You
2: know, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so so most of my clients, uh, if you're listening, you're you're being told. You know, I'm talking a lot about the push catch the liver detox. We're talking a lot about dim. We're talking about DHEA and progesterone, but there is obviously a host of other products and we're going to dive into those with time. I'll even try to put out some educational materials myself so that I can better understand it because when I can teach it, that means I, I know it. So i totally trying to, to aim to be like, more like Mindy. So Quicksilver. quicksilverscientific.com is the website, right? Is there anything else you guys want people to know about you to find you uh, in the interwebs?
1: Well, we have an Instagram page, you know, so, you know, follow us. You know, we're always giving updates on new products and, and things that are going on. So follow we're us on We're on the dark
0: web. At... No.
1: Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's where you get the really good stuff. Huh? Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> um, but no, but otherwise, QuicksilverScientific.com is going to have everything you need. We have a lot of educational information there as well as all the products and the descriptions of the products and that sort of thing.
0: But we've got Instagram uh, as well. And mm-hmm. then we've got my own, it's not that active, but Dr. Christopher Shade, uh, Instagram handle. And then Dr. I is where I do my blogs uh, and uh, not my blogs, my podcasts, podcasts <laughs> gotcha. uh, where I'm interviewing other people. And so there's some information there, but YouTube has tons of uh so you know we used to have all my webinars available through our site and as we got bigger you get a lot of fda pressure and you can't connect all this stuff to the site where i really talk about things yeah but there's a ton of lectures uh it's often very long lectures on youtube <laughs> that uh, people have put out for me That I'm, I'm saying you know <laughs> you can go on our site and get like two minute snippets but you yeah. know, you want like an deep hour dive, and a half yeah. deep dive And also a lot on YouTube.
1: go on any podcast um, platform and Google, you know, Christopher Shade. And he's been interviewed by hosts and hosts of people. If you want to hear him just in different capacities talking about detoxification or mercury, he's an expert in uh, mercury toxicity and heavy metals. You know, there's all sorts of stuff. Goes deep.
0: It does go pretty <laughs> that's deep.
2: That's amazing. Well, we'll link all of that in the show notes. And um, for anybody listening, if you want to try these products, there is a code. You guys have been generous enough to give us a code, BELOVED. Uh, you can use that at checkout, I think, for, I don't know, some percentage off. And um, if you have any questions, you can reach any out to me. Is capitals in that? I think it's all capitals. Is it case-sensitive, the code No,
1: I don't think okay. it's case-sensitive. Okay.
2: Okay. Well, use all, all caps, because that's what I told everybody to do, all caps, okay. just because I wasn't sure. it. Yeah, yeah. Beloved. And um, I thank you guys so much. We'll have you back again in uh, in a couple months or so and um get some data and we'll we'll start sharing some more some more uh quicksilver love.
1: Love it, Nathan. Thank you so much for having us.
0: Thank you, Nathan. It's my pleasure.
2: My pleasure. Drinking water from a water fountain that has like it's like a broken aperture, and you go and you you bend over there, you're like, oh, I'm so parched. And you you pull the little tab back and you get blasted with a fire hose of information. Chris and Mindy, they were holding back on me a little bit because I think they were like, oh my gosh, this guy's never gonna be able to keep up. I did keep up, but I had to go back and listen to it and create some extensive show notes, which again, you can find at holisticov I thank them so much for coming on the show. Uh, As a brief review, anybody who's in the peri or postmenopausal space, anybody who's got any sort of endocrinopathy, Um, including issues with their adrenals, with their thyroid, etc. Anybody who's having fertility issues, anybody who's having chronic pelvic pain, um, or abnormal periods, a part of the solution is going to be, well, first of all, you're going to have to come and work with somebody like me who really understands this stuff. But secondly, We need to find high-quality products to supplement you while you're in that state of repair and and, and you're getting back to homeostasis. So Quicksilver Scientific, Chris and Mindy, thank you so much for sharing so much of your time and knowledge on the Holistic AbidioN Podcast. I mentioned the show notes, holisticoabidioNpod.com. If you want to find me, Dr. Nathan Riley, for consultation, you can go to belovedholistics.com. You can also sign up for my weekly newsletter there where I'll share uh, just some resources that I find really helpful in keeping myself and my family healthy, along with Uh, my my patients and clients release that every week continue to support the show if you can everybody Uh, we do need some reviews on itunes if you are feeling so indulgent today indulge me a little bit and uh, go to itunes leave us a review it helps other people find us and having other people find us allows us just to spread the good word a little bit more so thanks again to our sponsor waveblock.com save 25% off of all of their emf blocking technologies using code beloved and i will see everybody next time on the holistic wg podcast thanks fam